Howdy, howdy, howdy. Welcome back to the First Generation Aggies podcast, where we bring first generation students and alumni stories and resources to you. We're your hosts, Abel and Isaac, and today we're here with Christian Newton, who's a first generation freshman Aggie that ran for class president last semester, and he has some exciting news that he would like to, to share with us today about the future. Christian, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you guys? Awesome, awesome. Uh, before we get into the the interview, we would like to give us everyone, all of our viewers, an update on the giveaway. So we had over about 35 comments on our giveaway video last week, and then we have we'll be announcing the winner later tonight. So by the time you're watching this video, you guys will definitely know the winner. We announced it on our Instagram live story. So make sure you're following us on social media to be on the lookout for stuff like that. So let's get back to the interview. One of the questions that we always like to ask our guests is an icebreaker question that we have prepared, which is, if you could have dinner with any f- famous person, dead or alive, who would it be and why? So who would it be, Christian? Uh, if I could have dinner with any famous person, I'd probably be Dr. Ben Carson. Um, for a few different reasons, mostly just it'd be so cool to spend more than actually I would be fine with 10 seconds with him, but an entire dinner would be cool um, just to hear about like his medical experiences and then also his political background too. So that's kind of the best of both worlds there, but i definitely pick him. So now we're going to get into Christian Newton, the person. So can you tell us a little about yourself, what you're majoring in, and what have you, you know, been interested in here at A&M? Um, so I'm a biomedical science major. I'm from Humble, Texas. That's like north of uh, Houston. Um, so currently I'm involved in Biomedical Science Association, um, the vice president of records at Appelt Hall, where I live here. Um, and I'm also in Fish Council, um, which is part of class councils. Can you tell us a little bit more about the Appel Talk Council that you're a part of? Um, so it's just me and probably like seven other guys. Um, we meet like once a week and try to like improve the hall. So one of the things we did last semester was we put like dry erase boards um, on the doors. So it's like things like that, hall improvements is the main focus of community council. But. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, we definitely need some attention to the dorms, and we're glad you're bringing, <laughs> bringing that to it. Yeah. So we know that you're a first-gen student, and you're the first one in your family to attend college. Um, so what was that like for you coming out of high school and how's it been so far your freshman year, especially running for a uh, class president in the fall? What was that all like? Yeah, so it was interesting. Um, so being a first generation student, I think one of the, probably one of the biggest things uh, I think is different in a lot of ways compared to other students. I mean, I guess we're all in the, we're all in the same like starting place. Like we have no idea um, what's going on, but one of the biggest things I had to do personally being a first generation student and not being too connected to Aggieland or not living in college station or like growing up here, um, I had to, self-advocacy, um, I think, was a big thing. Um, I don't feel like, like no one was going to come up to me and tell me that I should do this or I should join this. Um, but it was really a, what you want to do, you have to find a way to do it, I think. Um, you have to learn about it your, um, on your own and yourself. So I think it's one of the biggest things that that's kind of like how I got involved in everything, really. Um, and when did you know that uh, you wanted to come to Aggieland? Um, so originally, um, growing up like elementary school and middle school, I wanted to go to I'm kind of embarrassed to say it, but I wanted to go to TU. Um, <laughs> that's because there was only one other person in my entire family really had spent the college. Um, mm-hmm. So that my cousin went there. And so that was initially where I wanted to go. Um, and then I went to my first Texas A&M football game with my best friend, who's my roommate now. Um, it was like 2015. We went, it was versus Ball State. Um, and it was, oh, it was so awesome. Oh my gosh. I just, I think this is one of the things people always ask me. They're like, how do you fall in love with a school over one football game? Um, but it was way more than just that football game. But Those people the, haven't been to our football games, by the way. Sorry to interrupt you. But. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but just going there, I mean, the spirit, the tradition, um, just the people, honestly. Um, you could tell that everyone had, like, a love 
um, for their school, um, their university, and each other, um, their state, and the nation. That's one of the, like, that's probably one of the huge motivators um, of joining. Uh, it's just everything was, it's good because you come from, like, having no idea what you want to do to knowing exactly what you want to do and exactly where you want to spend the next four years of your life. So I think that was pretty clear for me after the first time visiting Aguiland. I think part of the recruiting program for A&M should be to take high school students to a football game because I guarantee, <laughs> I guarantee uh, applications will definitely go up for sure, for sure. Exactly. <laughs> and I also wanted to ask, uh, how's it been so far living on dorms and living on campus? Have you liked that experience? Oh, on campus is amazing. That's probably one of the best decisions I've made. I mean, I've met at least just hundreds of people, honestly, I feel like in my dorms, people from next door, floor above, floor below. I mean you can know no one coming into here and you're guaranteed to at least meet your roommate <laughs> and the people across the hall and just, oh, there's so many different experiences and so many people from everywhere, honestly. That's probably one of the coolest um, things because you, a lot of your classes are like, they're major specific, you know, like you're people that love science, people that are from science. Um, some of the clubs are more like pre professional based and stuff like that. But the dorm is, I mean, it's completely random. You know what I mean? Like these people from everywhere, they want to do so many different things. So I just, that's probably one of the best decisions I made was living on campus. Yeah. And also you spoke toward towards it a little bit that's something we see in fga a lot fga a lot is the diversity that is really in aggie land is is all the different places you can see and just in the organization and i'm sure you probably have that similar experience in uh, dorm rooms as well yeah i think that's something people really when they think about our university it's not the first thing i think about you know what i mean um but i think there's still so many diverse people and i think it's diversity it's not like just the color of our skin you know what i mean like it goes way beyond that just from the different walks of life that we're all from and some people are from rural um, environments, people from urban. It's just there's so many. I feel like there's so many different um, people. Um, so that's one of the cool things that on campus is definitely given. But even just being here um, at Texas A&M offers. And exactly. and what was coming out of uh, coming out of high school? Were were you someone who was motivated towards going to college since your freshman year of high school? Um, I knew I I always had I knew that you could do big things. At least I hope it's still that way. You can do big things with a college degree. Um, so that's, I knew that was something I definitely wanted to do or something I definitely needed to do. Um, mm -hmm. but where I wanted to go was something that was always, I guess, like in the balance and what exactly I wanted to do, um, like major wise, like I knew I always had a love for like helping people, um, and talking to people and just meeting people. Um, and I also have a huge love for like human anatomy. So try to put those two together. Um, I have like career hopes of becoming a pediatrician. Um, so that's kind of where that I knew, obviously I needed to go to school, a lot of school, um, to do that. So that was something that I kind of had my mind focused on for a few years. So we mentioned FGA and our organization, how we help first-gen students and stuff like that. Could you tell us about some of the organizations that you're a part of and you're proud to be a part of? Uh, probably one of the biggest is I'm a part of um, Fish Council, which is within Class Council. So it's the basically the people that make the traditions happen on campus, like the class-specific traditions. So it's a little, like, it's a, it's different than SGA. I think that's something that people are sometimes confused with. Um, but it's basically the organization that the class presidents work through and they're cabinets and they're essentially the councils put on things like freshman year it's like fish fest and sophomore year pullout day um, and then eventually senior year um, elephant walk so it's something that more geared towards the idea of class unity um, tradition representation so that's probably the thing that takes up most of my um, thoughts and my being i'm also in biomedical science association so that's a pre-professional program for people that want to do either pre-medicine or pre-vet um, so that's been a big part of my life as well those are the main two main organizations i'm a part of now yeah, definitely. And then that's one thing that um, first-gen students and just every, everyone really should not shy away from. You could be a part of multiple organizations and make a difference. You know, I think 
we kind of limit ourselves sometimes like oh i want to join this org that's it now i'll be this org freshman senior but no we take we you could take be a man of many hats man or woman of many hats take on different orgs and stuff like that so exactly. yeah it was, it was nice to hear your perspective of how you're you know part of many and i really recommend that to others as well yeah and that's what also college should be a part of is about trying different things and making sure that you figure out what you enjoy and what you don't enjoy enjoy also um, also wanted to ask about coming in your freshman year, I guess you were one of the probably hundreds of thousands of students across the, across the nation who came in their freshman year online. And I wanted to ask how that's been for you academically and also running a campaign in the fall semester uh, with everything being virtual. Uh, academically was definitely something I wasn't quite ready for um, because we came off a essentially a senior semester, spring semester of doing, I did a little bit of work. I took a few AP tests and finished some college classes. Um, you come off the idea of almost doing nothing um, for feels like seven months of actually just doing nothing um, and then being forced to sit at a computer for hours and like it's way more than high school like you're trying to get a college degree and like, these grades are going to stick with me forever you know what I mean but then it's weird because I'm just on zoom um, so that was something that was definitely really weird coming into um, I think it's helped me most get through that was something I feel like most people know about is the academic success center uh, it's so good like you can get on and there's so many tutors for I'm pretty sure every course um, so that's something that helped me with that and also just best way is still trying to connect with people like in my classes and my courses and stuff. And that's kind of what is bringing in the campaign type talk. But um, uh, electronic, I guess, campaigning was, it's always based more, I think, over the phone. Um, mm -hmm. But I was still given a few opportunities to meet a good amount of people in person, but it was impossible to reach people. Um, people that aren't on campus, you can't do that just by walking around and stuff like that. So you really have to dive into Instagram and social media and stuff like that. So what I like to think about is, like I started from zero, essentially, like knowing not many people when I got here um, and then being able to get to around like 400 something people voting for me, that meant a lot. Um, it's cool because I would like to think that I talked to every single person that voted for me. Um, I would like to think that if I didn't see them in person, then I messaged them on Instagram, I direct messaged them or I tried to call them or texting. That was probably a big thing for me is just getting to know the people um, that voted for me and that hopefully will vote for me again. And what was it also like whenever you were coming in to getting into running for president was that something that you already had the idea of coming into um, college or did you fall into it in something i've always been interested in i guess um i didn't realize the scale um the scale coming to university of over sixty five thousand and a freshman class of probably around like thirteen thousand. so i didn't realize how big and like how much work it was going to be um but it was definitely a, it was a lot of work um especially like coming from like i said i came from a pretty big high school um but nothing will ever prepare you for a university like this i think um but I think I got through it with the help of like my roommate and a lot of the people that were there to support me. Um, but I definitely, something that would have helped a lot more is if I had more people um, to support me. Um, like initially, I think that's something that can help you through anything, not even just academically, but also like campaign-wise, the idea of having people like close people to support you. I think that was something that helped a lot. Yeah. And you've mentioned it a couple times about uh, Fish Camp and also Fish Council. Can you talk a little bit about that since I don't think we've mentioned so, it too much? Fish so, Council... Um, is the it's basically it's the freshman traditions council of the university so it's within class councils um so the big thing for that freshman year is supposed to be the idea of having fish fest it's in april it's kind of like a almost best way i can explain it, it's almost like a concert type thing outside almost like a field day and the idea is it's normally in front of like the 12th man like plaza area um i believe this year it's going to be in on the samson drill field simpson drill field so i think that's something that um that's the main focus of it also they come up with um, just the funding to have class gifts and stuff like that and a lot of different things that 
um, people don't really think about their freshman year. So that's a big um, thing of Fishco. That's one of the 20 flows I think we have on campus. Mm -hmm. Also, my bad. Uh, Last thing I wanted to ask was about, uh, you were talking a little bit about self-advocacy and what was that like coming in? Well, how much did you have to do? How much work did you have to put in to, you know, get your name out there? So much work. Um, I already talked about the electronic aspect of things, but um, flyers, flyers everywhere. I think that was probably one of the biggest things is flyers and just meeting people that, like I came into this not having any connections or anything like that or having any big organization that I was already part of. I wasn't in like FFA or I didn't have a, um, my faith is pretty strong, but I didn't have like a huge like church base here or anything like that. Like there wasn't nothing that I, like there was not much that I really started with, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. So I really had to, I feel like I had to work for every single vote, honestly. Like um, nothing was really, I feel like handed to me. Um, I think some connections came with more. Um, like I would meet one person, they'd introduce me to others, stuff like that. That was probably a big way I got through everything, but the biggest was just, I mean, just like wanting to know that I wanted to do that um, and then putting in the work that I needed to do, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. on the topic of the campaign, um, what is that like? I mean, from like uh, Isaac asked from day to day, what is it like? But more so, how do we vote? Is it all electronically now, especially with Corona and stuff like that for viewers yeah. who maybe have never even voted or weren't even aware that we have class presidents and stuff like this? Um, so first thing is there's there's so many rules um, for running just about finances and timing and where you can campaign and where you can't campaign. Um, but the way voting works is, let me get the exact date here, hold on my calendar. It is February 25th and February 26th um, until noon on the 26th. So I think that's like probably next week. I think that's how the timing will work of everything. Um, but it's all online, um, vote.tamu.edu. So it's really simple. Um, but I think the biggest thing, and I feel like if I had to pick one reason why um, I didn't have the outcome I wanted last semester was people didn't know how they could vote or people didn't know if they could vote and when they could vote. I met so many people, and I'm also like I'm worried a good amount of them still didn't even vote in the end just because they didn't know. Um, so that's if there was one thing I wish more people knew about was the idea of voting. Um, but that's the way the voting works. And there's rounds to this, is that correct? Um, so the way the class president election works, it's an instant runoff election. So there's rounds in a way, but it all happens at one time, like electronically. So long story short, I made it through. It's I guess technically it's like 14 rounds um, to the fact where there's only me and the other candidate. Uh, so I was technically runner, runner up. I think I lost by around like 60 something votes, so like 7%. So I feel like I defeated a lot of the odds. Um, like that seems like yeah. such a number to get. Um, like a yeah, huge number to get, so. Yeah. 7%. That's, that's well within, you know, very close race. Um, it's weird to think about like that's smaller than my classes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, smaller than my organizations. Like that is, I mean, that was, that's one group me. You know what I mean? That's one. Yeah. It's a very small number, but that fuel you a little bit to next time you go on the campaign, you know, maybe go to a little bit more organizations or reach out a little bit extra. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna try in the next coming weeks to meet with as many organizations as I can, especially the freshman organizations, um, the flows and stuff like that. Uh, that's probably a big thing I do. I think I did a lot of the right things last semester, but I definitely want to do a lot more of everything I did last semester. All right. Do you have a personal favorite story or anecdote from whenever you were running the campaign or maybe just a memory that really stuck with you? Um, I guess if there was, I wouldn't really say a quote, but something that I really want to push um, is the idea of getting out, um, getting involved. Uh, it's kind of hard, especially now in this timing of day and everything being COVID and everything, but I think you still have an opportunity to connect with people. Even if you're off campus, try to reach out to some of the people in your classes, like even the Zoom chat works or group me or whatever it is. Um, 
you can't do this alone, really. I don't think you can make it through four years without meeting anyone else. Like, that will destroy you, like, emotionally and academically, honestly. Um, so I feel like if that, I had one piece of advice, honestly, it'd be to get out and get involved. Uh, I don't think you need any kind of position or student government position or any kind of title um, to lead and to have an impact. So that's probably the biggest piece of advice, and I guess, quote you could say I have maybe for you. So regarding any upcoming upcoming projects and stuff like that, are would you be interested in running again for any student government positions? And if so, which? And what would you have to say on your platform? Yes, yeah, so I'm currently running for the sophomore class president um, position. Same idea. Um, I still have the drive from last semester of wanting to serve my class um, and unite, represent as best I can. Uh, I have a few ideas of possibility of joining the Student Government Association, SGA, and maybe the Senate or some things like that. But my current um, objective is running for sophomore class president. So, okay. And real quick, what change can you bring, and what's the change you want to see? Uh, the change is just—it's really simple. I pick one word: just unification. Um, I also think that mental health is a big thing that we're all struggling with right now, um, especially when you spend hours and hours on a computer in your room alone. Um, hopefully, people have roommates, but if you don't make a connection with your roommate, then you sometimes honestly have no one. So I would say that the biggest change that I want to have is just unify people, connect people. I want to connect with people and also connect people with each other. So that's probably one of the biggest things that I hope to accomplish as sophomore class president. Well, we really appreciate you taking out the time of your day to meet with us, Christian. Uh, we look forward to seeing your name on the ballot and you know, possibly seeing you for sure take that position finally over – this marginal loss that you took, but you know, definitely gonna have a great comeback. I can already feel it. So Hope before so. we, yeah, before we let you go, we always ask our guests if they would have a favorite quote and one that they try to live by. Do you have one in mind? Yeah. This, so this one's kind of simple, um, but they said it every morning um, on the announcements of my elementary school. It's make it a great day or not. The choice is yours. Um, I think a lot of people and a lot of things will come into our day to try to not just like one day, but every day, honestly, try to steer us away from having a good day and steer us away from our accomplishments and our goals. But ultimately, in the end, it's us. Um, we have the way, we have the decision to choose how we want to react um, to those things that affect us. But I have to say that's probably one of the things that I try to live by every day. Yeah, Christian, thank you for being here. We're honored to have you on here. And remember, guys, to go vote on the, it was the 25th and 26th, correct, of February? Yes, exactly. Perfect. Remember, guys, to go vote and that your voice matters and you can make a change even if it's just here at A&M as well. Definitely. And also, before we let you guys go, a quick shout-out to our sponsor, Northwest Drivetrain and Services, located in Houston and Conroe, Texas. They offer a wide variety of semi-truck parts and services such as drive shaft repairs and transmission and differential rebuilds. So if you or someone you know owns a big rig, be sure to tell them to check out Northwest Drivetrain and Service. Last but not least, do not forget to wear a mask, wash your hands, social distance, and giga maggies.